Grace is the triune God dispensed into our being and experienced by us for our enjoyment. Grace is not mainly something that God does for us or something He gives us, grace is the triune God Himself dispensed into our being and experienced by us for our enjoyment. Amen, Hallelujah for grace. This week we start a new Holy Word for Morning Revival series, the one on the 2022 International Chinese Speaking Conference, and the general topic is, the grace of God in the economy of God. This week in particular we enjoy the matter of, the tremendous significance of the grace of God as revealed in the New Testament. This word, grace, and the expression, God's grace, or, the grace of God, is something quite popular among Christians in general. We often hear believers use the word grace, but we are not sure that everyone understands what grace is. Even among us in the church life in the Lord's recovery, Though we have heard so much concerning the grace of God, our knowledge of grace has not yet reached the degree of thoroughness. Praise the Lord, we will have five weeks to enjoy the matter of the grace of God and the economy of God, we have the opportunity to enter into this very rich, profound matter, and enjoy more and more grace. We want to see not only what grace is but even more, see what grace is in God's economy. What does the grace of God have to do with the economy of God? and how we can enjoy His grace for His economy. God's economy is His plan, His arrangement, to fulfill His eternal purpose, which is to work Himself into man to be man's life and everything, the economy of God is entirely as a matter of grace. God's economy is carried out through grace and in grace. We need to not only simply know what grace is but even more, know how grace is related to God's economy, we need to see the grace of God and the economy of God. The grace of God is for the economy of God. God's grace is not merely for our own benefit and blessing, rather, God's grace is related to God's economy and is for God's economy. This week in particular we want to see the tremendous significance of the grace of God as revealed in the New Testament, grace is of tremendous importance. Grace is tremendously significant in the New Testament, we need to know this and we need to touch God's feeling in His heart concerning grace. If we can touch the feeling in God's heart concerning grace in the New Testament, we will realize what a tremendous matter the grace of God is. The grace of God is a matter of tremendous significance, it is the highest truth and the highest revelation in God's New Testament economy. The grace of God is a matter of tremendous significance, we see this in four main portions in the New Testament. In John 1:14, we see that the Word, who is God, became flesh in the man Jesus Christ, God became flesh to dwell among men, coming to the earth to be a man like us. He didn't come with the law or commandments, nor did He bring God's requirements to man, rather, He came full of grace and reality. The Lord's coming was the coming of grace and reality. John 1:16 says that of His fullness we have received grace upon grace, grace is unlimited, it comes to us in wave upon wave of grace, grace upon grace. Every time we receive and enjoy grace, there's grace upon grace, and grace is added continually. V. 17 continues by saying that the law was given through Moses, but grace came and reality came through Jesus come. Jesus didn't come to give grace, His coming was the coming of grace. The law was given, but grace came, the coming of Jesus Christ was the coming of grace and reality. Ephesians 2 7 says that God will display in the ages to come the surpassing riches of His grace and kindness toward us in Christ Jesus.
In the ages to come, in the millennium and in eternity, God's grace will be manifested, the surpassing riches of God's grace and kindness will be displayed. Hallelujah! Revelation 22:21 is another portion speaking of grace, the very last verse of the New Testament and of the entire Bible says, The grace of the Lord Jesus be with all the saints. The Bible ends with grace. This shows that grace is not a small matter, rather, grace is a tremendous matter, for the entire divine revelation ends with grace. We can even say that grace is the greatest truth and the highest revelation in God's New Testament economy, John 1 14, 16-17, Hebrews 10-29, 1 Corinthians 15-10, Phil. 4-23, Revelation 22-21. When we speak of grace, we are touching God's New Testament economy, which includes some Old Testament portions and some New Testament portions. In the Old Testament, we see the pictures and the types, and in the New Testament, we see the reality and the fulfillment of all the pictures and the types. In God's Old Testament economy we don't see grace, we see God's favor, as in general 6 where Noah found favor in the sight of Jehovah. This is different from the New Testament grace. Grace is related to God's New Testament economy, in the New Testament economy of God, grace is the greatest truth. The New Testament reveals many truths like justification by faith, sanctification, overcoming, transformation, being spiritual, being righteous, etc., all these are very important truths. In God's New Testament economy the greatest truth is grace, and the highest revelation is grace. Why can we say this? It is because grace is related to God Himself, to Christ, and to the Spirit, grace is not something done or given but God Himself, the Triune God, to be our portion for our enjoyment. Grace in the New Testament is the grace of God, the grace of Jesus Christ, and the Spirit is of grace. Even more, Phil. 4.23 says that the grace of Jesus Christ is with our spirit, in our spirit, we have the grace of Jesus Christ. If we would understand what the grace of God is as revealed in the New Testament, we need to have a clear view of the entire New Testament as a whole. It is good to open to the Lord concerning this and ask Him to reveal this to us. Lord Jesus, unveil us to see the tremendous significance of the grace of God. Thank you for coming in incarnation not with the law or requirements but as grace. Hallelujah, when Christ came, grace came, and of his fullness we have all received, grace upon grace. We open to you, dear Lord, and we want to receive more of your grace. Thank you for being grace to us. Hallelujah, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is with our spirit. Keep us turning to our spirit, Lord, throughout the day, so that we may receive, enjoy, and experience the triune God as grace in our daily living. Lord Jesus, thank you for giving yourself to us as grace for our enjoyment. Grace is not mainly what God does for us, grace is the triune God dispensed into our being and experienced by us for our enjoyment. What is grace according to the New Testament? We may have been taught that we are saved by grace, so whatever we do is work, but what God does for us is grace we may think that grace is what God gives to us. But according to the New Testament, grace is actually what God is to us for our enjoyment, John 1 16-17, 2 Corinthians 12 9. Grace is what God is, not merely what He gives or works, 
it is what God is to us for our enjoyment. God is light, life, holiness, righteousness, mercy, love, joy, and many other things, and what He is, He is to us for our enjoyment. 2 Corinthians 12 9 speaks of the grace of God being everything to us, even being sufficient for us. Grace is not God in doctrine but in our experience, grace is God in Christ with all that He is for our enjoyment. This means that what God is, life, strength, comfort, rest, light, righteousness, holiness, power, and all the other divine attributes, is to us for our enjoyment as grace. God is so rich, He's like a rich buffet, an all-you-can-eat buffet, He has done everything, He is everything, and He is to us for our enjoyment. Our God is all-inclusive and multifarious in what He is, and He is our enjoyment for our supply. As we enjoy such grace, as we partake of what God is for our enjoyment, we can receive what He is and are constituted with Him. Grace is not mainly the work that God does for us, grace is the triumph God Himself dispensed into our being and experienced by us for our enjoyment, 2 Corinthians 13:14. Some people think back on the last month or year and thank God for His grace, they equate grace with what God did for them, He healed them, He gave them a new job, He gave them a promotion, He gave them a spouse, or He gave them a house. Some may have been infected with COVID-19 and, they say, by the grace of God they have been healed. This is the natural concept of grace. Grace is not mainly what God does for us or what God gives to us, grace is the triune God Himself dispensed into our being and experienced by us for our enjoyment. Yes, He may give us this or that, and yes, He may heal us and do this or that for us, however, grace is gaining more of God as our enjoyment. Did we gain more of God when we were healed of COVID-19? Did we gain more of God as our enjoyment when we got a better job, a salary raise, a spouse, a new car, or a new house? Or did all these things rather distract us from the enjoyment of God and took us away from meeting with the saints? We have to admit that so many times these things distract us from the enjoyment of grace and even move us away from God Himself. The ultimate definition of grace is the triune God dispensed into us to be our enjoyment and content. The New Testament is a history of the grace of God, in the New Testament, we see the grace of God as the incarnation of the triune God in His divine trinity processed and consummated and moving and living in and among the believers. Grace is a person, it is God Himself, the triune God living in us and moving in us and doing everything in us and for us. The history of grace in the New Testament starts with the incarnation of God as grace and consummates with Him going through death and resurrection to become the life-giving Spirit coming into us to make us partakers of grace and members of the body of Christ consummating in the New Jerusalem. Amen. On one hand, the definition of grace is so simple, it is God enjoyed by us, on the other hand, it may seem to be so complicated, for grace speaks of the incarnation of the triune God in His divine trinity processed and consummated. For such an all-sufficient God to be wrought into man as His enjoyment is not an easy matter, and a process is required. How can God, who is so high, dwelling in unapproachable light, come to us who are pitiful, corrupt, and sinful? There are many things involved in this process. God had to become flesh to dwell among us, he had to pass through thirty-three and a half years of human living, go to the cross and be crucified, 
die for us, and three days later to be resurrected and then ascended to become the life-giving Spirit so that He can come into us for our enjoyment. This process needs time, God had to pass through a process to be received and enjoyed by us. As Revelation 22:21 says, the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ is with all the saints, this grace was originally just God Himself far away in heaven, but this grace was embodied and expressed, and went through a process to come into us. Now grace is inside of us, grace is not a car, a better job, or a raise in salary, grace is the triune God dispensed into us to be our enjoyment, God being experienced by us for our enjoyment. Today we are receivers and partakers of this grace, and one day this grace will be completely mingled with us until we are fully one with Him. Hallelujah, grace is what God is to us for our enjoyment. Praise the Lord, the grace of the Lord Jesus is with our spirit, and grace is with all the saints. Wow, grace is not God in doctrine but in our experience and for our enjoyment. Thank you Lord Jesus for coming to us to be our enjoyment, you are our life, our strength, our comfort, our rest, our light, our righteousness, our holiness, our power, and our love and life. Keep us under the divine dispensing of the triune God for our experience and enjoyment today so that we may be living and functioning members of the body of Christ. Hallelujah, the triune God in His divine trinity was processed and consummated so that He may become our enjoyment, and now He is living, moving, and being manifested in and among the believers as grace.